Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. How are you doing with managing your emotions? Every single day, we have to pay attention to how the world, to how ourselves and other people, and to how Satan acts in our lives. Do we have our buttons pushed? Is something in our circumstances, maybe it's something we're watching, we're reading, we're listening to, is that pushing our buttons? Are we being tempted in ways to not be the Holy Spirit and all of his fruits? Are we angry? Are we frustrated? Are we irritable? Are we sad? Are we betrayed? Are we defenseless? Are we resentful? All of these things and all of the many, many other emotions that I have yet to even list are things that happen all day long. So how are you doing managing the emotions in your life and also managing the flesh, the world, and the devil. We could have little things that are happening to us or big things. We can have unnormal, what is the word I'm looking for? Abnormal responses, disordered responses to certain people, to certain things, And that's where we should always be paying attention to what is going on around us. Remembering to root ourselves in Christ, Mary, St. Joseph, the whole holy army. That that together we can fight and be Christ-like to people. Are you right fighting with someone? Are you getting emotionally charged while you're having a discussion? Don't forget that being a Christian is loving others where they're at, but it also does not mean that you're a doormat. So it's a matter of debating and discussing without getting emotionally upset, you know, Walking away, throwing your hands up, getting angry, those types of things are emotions. 
and nothing good comes out of those if you can calmly talk and make your point. Even if you don't come to an agreement at the end, or you don't win, lots of people are right fighters, that's not me, but if I believe what I believe happened, and maybe it's a reflection from you and someone else just recalling what happened in the past and you've got two different people recollecting two different things, well, that's okay. You don't remember it like I do. I remember it like I do. But I'm also not going to just say, oh, you're right, if I truly don't believe it. But I will say, it's okay. I don't, we're not going to agree here. So these are some of the things that I wanted to bring up as, as I look back, because this is what I've been processing, is relationships. What is worth saying when? Is it better to bite your tongue? Is it better just to accept certain things and not speak up? Because people are just set in their ways types of things. These are, these are all things that we should be contemplating in our relationships, in our relationships, sorry, that came out weird, and in our lives with circumstances and temptations too. You, you can be tempted to be an angry, bitter person. You could be tempted to be a judgmental, look down your nose at people type of person. You could also be a person who feels so insecure in their own skin that you actually are sinful to yourself with your self-deprecating behavior. We can actually, actually treat ourselves in a sinful way. So as we go through today, if you have challenging relationships, or maybe it's people that you're working with that maybe you don't really even know that well, but you got some issues with some of them. Maybe it is even your own family every now and then pushing your buttons or maybe more than every now and then. Could be your spouse. Whatever the situation is that presents itself to you today, stop, pause, and pray. Stop. Ask God, what do you want me to do here? Because in some cases, it may be nothing. <laughs> no thing. God wants you to do nothing. And it may kill you too, because you want to say something. You want to make a point. But you don't. This is why you stop, you pause, you pray. God may also put on your heart, yes, this is the time. Or not right now. But I know that there will be a time and you'll probably feel it. You will know when the right time is to have a tough discussion. You will know when you should say something. You will know because God will put in your heart this kind of prompting. Like, yeah, go ahead. You can do it now. Okay. You won't feel intimidated. And you'll come from it with a place of love. Lord, I love you. Thank you for giving me this courage to bring this up with 
love. I think that that is also the second component. We have to have compassion for everyone, including ourselves. Remember, we can treat ourselves pretty bad. Maybe that's pretty badly. <laughs> uh, English, it's probably one of my strongest subjects, but sometimes I wonder. So let's pause, stop, pause, and pray, and have compassion on ourselves and know that we're broken and know that we're still working through things. And God needs to change our hearts toward people to be more loving. Along with that stop, pause, and pray, pray for that person. Even if you don't want to, actually, especially if you don't want to, because it's that act of you willing the good of that other person who may or may not be on the top of your list right now. That is an act that pleases God. God says, oh, that's such a wonderful act. I know you don't really feel it. But he also knows that feelings and emotions aren't true love. Love is an act of the will. Love is a choice. And when we choose not to love someone else, we resent them, we're angry with them, we're mad at them, we're upset, we're sad, we feel betrayed. All of these emotions are part of what we have to manage and also have compassion on ourselves and them. So if it's the other person, then we have to realize, you know what, they're broken or maybe they're feeling something and we've done something to them that we haven't discussed. We're not perfect. I just look at other people and I say, I don't know what's in their heart. I don't know what's in their head. As we discuss things, hopefully it doesn't get into an emotional outburst, but that's more or less where I'm trying to control myself. But we also have to have compassion with ourselves. Speaking of me trying to control me, is to be okay when I don't exactly do it perfectly. I'm not perfect. I don't have my emotions managed down to the T. I don't. I'm trying. I want it. I don't want anyone or anything or any spirit to rock my peace. And so it's been a journey. It's been a challenge. But it's been good because the real deal is this. If you have God that you're leaning on, not saying something is much easier. Saying something is much easier. Saying something later is much easier. Having compassion for people, somehow that light shines through that dark cloud that you have over this person, for example, if it's a if it's a relationship issue that you're dealing with emotionally. When you talk to God, when you pray, there's a light that comes in and shines on that person and you see them differently. You don't see them through the cloud of your hurt 
and your betrayal and your anger and your sadness and your depression and all of that. It's beautiful. So let's not allow emotions to manage us and let's do our best to manage our emotions and honestly keep it in perspective. What is the gain of doing or saying things in certain circumstances with certain people? and certain spirits, including yourself. I'm really trying to pull you into this discussion too because we have disordered relationships with ourselves and we can get super emotional debating and replaying and getting into your head and, oh, I should have done, I could have done, I would have done, but I didn't. And then you start living in the past, and that is sinful. That is where evil wants you to be in the past. You can't do anything about it. All you can do is from right now, this second, give it all to God. Pray for yourself and others that hearts will be changed. Don't pray for that other person to be changed, by the way. I'm going to wrap up with that. When we're praying for somebody else, Here's how we pray. Here's how we don't pray. I want to go with don't pray first. Lord, please help my XYZ person in my life to not drink anymore, to not do drugs anymore, to not watch porn anymore, to not be so mean to me, to respect me, to appreciate me, whatever that is, that's not how you should pray for them. Could even be something great. Lord, please help my child come back to the church. That's a great petition. And we should have specific petitions, by the way. That is a prayer to God. Please help my child, if you're a parent, come back to the church. That's a great prayer. All of us have it. (laughs) There's none of us out there who have children who are falling away that don't pray that prayer. But that's different than trying to change something about a person, praying for that change. Here's what we should pray instead. God, Your will be done in XYZ person's life. Your plan is better than mine. I would love my child to be in the church today, but your plan is better than mine. I would love this person not to drink another drop of alcohol, but your plan is better than mine. That's how we should end our prayers. You can pray for something specific, But I would caution just to ask God to do his will in their lives and to do his will in ours when it comes to that particular relationship or circumstance so that it's a two-way street. God, we talked about poor in spirit yesterday. Lord, I can do nothing 
without you. I can do everything with you, but that means that I've got to call on you all day, every day, start my day, end my day, and give it all to you, which includes ourselves and that other person and that other situation or circumstance to take into our heart and pray through it. Emotions are easily managed when we pay attention and when we stop, pause, and pray. Because if we allow the emotions to take us along the way, excuse me, it's going to creep into every part of your day. You will notice if you're paying attention. If you wake up cranky, if you wake up irritable, and you haven't cast out those spirits and started with those spirits who are probably poking at you to keep you angry, to keep you upset, to keep you not in the spirit of God with love and mercy, tenderness and kindness, all of that. We've got to pay attention and play the game. Let's not forget deliverance prayers. For anyone who's new, deliverance prayers cast out spirits that are attacking you in your mind, physically, and in a possession state, but rarely people get there. However, you've got to fight. So if you wake up and you're yawning and you're totally tired, or if you are ready to blow your top, you feel that anger coming up in your belly like it's nobody's business and you can tell that's when you've got to cast it out and you got to say it out loud. This is what you say. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit of anger and I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus Christ to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence, never to come back again. Then, sorry, clearing my voice. I'm trying to whisper. My mom's still sleeping, by the way. So you're going to hear me kind of in this whispery voice if you want to call it that, (laughs) whatever this voice is. Anyway, then you bring the Holy Spirit in. Once you empty yourself, you've got to fill yourself with the Spirit of God so that when that spirit of anger that you just cast out comes back, he's going to say, dang it, the house isn't empty and swept. I can't bring me and seven other spirits worse than me. I got to go. And that's how it works. And you, if you're paying attention and you're serious about it and you're confident in Jesus and his abilities, which is he wins, they have to leave. You will feel peace. You will physically and emotionally feel the difference. And when that happens, and it will, if you're doing this and you're confident about it, when it happens, you will never, ever forget how important deliverance prayers really are. And you will also see and be aware of how often you do not pray those, myself included. This trip, that's what I've been reflecting on. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't prayed any deliverance prayers And I feel like I'm being harassed. There is a spirit of harassment. There is a spirit of obsession. So those are also two spirits that all of us can cast out. Those named spirits. Because they love to mess with us and harass us. Okay. 
a little shorter than yesterday. But I think the more we pay attention, the more we pause, the more we call on God, the more we pray for people and ourselves for the Lord's will to be done, we're going to win. We're going to make progress. We're going to find out how our emotions do not have to rule us. That we, just like with our bodies, can rule our emotions, be the master of them, instead of them mastering us. Mind, body, soul. I want to talk about stress, too, because I really think many of us don't even know when we're stressed. So stay tuned tomorrow. We'll go there. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Lord, you say that we should not let our peace be shaken. That we can have peace that surpasses all understanding with faith, love, and trust in you. So we ask, we need more faith, Lord. We need to be reminded that the more we live life with you, the better it is. The more virtuous we can be, the more loving we can be, the more merciful we can be. And we know that without you, we rely on our own selfish will, our own selfish desires. And we are not little Christs. We're not witnesses to you. So help us to manage these emotions, but be courageous in speaking truth, but keeping our emotions out of it. Help us to never have our peace shaken and to always lean on you, Lord. Help us to remember all of the weapons that you've taught us and remind us to use them. Mary, please take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Together, the beloved spouses you are, guide us and lead us to Jesus. Guardian angel, please protect us. Help us with all the heavenly army, all the holy angels and saints to hear the messages of the Lord clearly in our minds, in our bodies, and in our souls. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. You and God have totally got this. It is a journey. It isn't going to be perfect. Moments will stink. You'll regret what you say. You'll regret what you do. But as long as you reflect and you say, okay, well, that didn't go so well. Lord, help me and teach me a little bit about how I can approach that differently next time. And then bring him in. It's amazing. All right, everyone. I love you all. So glad to be back. I hope everything's going well. Send some notes. Share, like, subscribe on the podcast. 
on YouTube. I'll get out there and do a video one of these days. <laughs> and I just hope that you find something more with God today, that you pay attention and you do not let your emotions rule you. Because talk about freedom and empowerment. Along with discipline in your body and what you put in your mouth and your, you know, your physical nutrition and exercising, emotions, it's the same thing. It's all discipline. And the more we are doing things that we're supposed to do, the more they're going to become easier, the more manageable everything will be, and the less daunting they will be. In other words, you will find that these relationships and these issues that you have or whatever it is that comes into your purview or your way, you will be able to deal with them quickly and it won't have a hold on you. The strongholds and the emotions that are wrapped around maybe that relationship, that person, that situation, that job, right? They loosen and you all of a sudden have power back in your life. You are back and empowered. You're free. It's awesome. All right, everyone. Have a blessed and inspired day.